This is the Goodfeller Show with Matt Gefeller. Extraordinary tales from ordinary males. What's up? Podcast land. This is Matt Gefeller once again. I'm here with my wife, Tammy Gefeller. We're talking about the last trip that we took in November out to Sedona. We flew into Las Vegas. It was about a four-hour ride from Las Vegas to Sedona where we stayed, and then we also uh, drove up to see the Grand Canyon and several other things while we were there. Right after we got the car, we went like straight to the Hoover Dam. And of course, because of COVID, it was, there were no tours or anything like that, but we did get some cool pictures. It is pretty big place. I guess I was almost more impressed by the bridge, the highway 84. I thought it was 90 something. It may have been 90 something. (laughs) I was actually more impressed by that than I was, the dam because it was just so high up in the air looking over the dam it was kind of cool and i have a fear of heights so (laughs) it was a little uh traumatizing in some aspects however it was very very interesting and and neat to see and the fact that they had a real transformer in the dam below us was exciting to know that Megatron was below our very feet. I think that's factual. I think that's not just a movie, but I'll have to I'll have to snopes that. <laughs> if you are going to make a stop at the Hoover Dam, I suggest you drive on past the parking space. They want $10 from you to park your vehicle when you can actually drive over the Hoover Dam, which is pretty neat, and then you can park for free. So there you go. Um, Yeah, so it was about, I guess, four hours on into Sedona. And we came in the north side of Sedona in the dark. A lot of curvy, windy roads. But we got there safe and sound. And the next day, we did the Devil's Bridge hike. And the whole Sedona scene is like, they want to outfit you with a thousand dollars worth of tennis, of hiking boots, tennis shoes, whatever. Um, The walking poles, um, the camelback or other brand. um, What do they call them? It's just a backpack with water. Just all of the gear. They want, you uh, all need to the, have all of the gear. You've got to have all the gear to do any of these hikes. And this was a four-mile hike total. And the two miles, the first two miles is basically just a road. I mean, you're just walking on a flat area. Um, and I got a picture with Tammy where she's standing by the bring your water sign. And we took this pathetic like six ounces probably six ounces bottle and they told us to take a gallon per person person. it's just so exaggerated um sometimes you just have to get out of your shell get out of your comfort zone and go out there because 
the world or the media or whoever, they want you to think that everything is so difficult or that everything is expensive and has to be, has to be expensive to travel. That's simply not true. I've traveled the world and I haven't spent um, lots of money on it yet. But um, the Devil's Bridge was really cool. Got some pictures of it um, up at the top. It's very, pretty much a moderate trail. That was pretty fun. After we did that, we decided to go on an adventure drive. So we just decided we were gonna go south towards Cottonwood Canyon. It's a pretty cool little town with shops and restaurants that we were going, going to stop. To stop. <laughs> but didn't and then well we got sidetracked by Tuzigut Tuzigut um, National Monument as well uh, the remnants and walls and everything of the civilization that was there and that was neat to see folks if you are going to a national monument though I suggest getting the year-long pass for $80 you can go all year not just you but anybody that's in your car load as well. So Tammy and I went to the Tuzigut. We went to the Montezuma Cliff Dwellings. We went to the Grand Canyon. We went to Walnut Canyon as well. All of these would have cost us over $130. So we saved $50 initially, but I'm looking to plan another trip this year. So we're going to go visit another national monument while I have the pass. We kept going though and found this ghost town so to speak now, they're trying to make a dollar off of it being a ghost town it's not really abandoned at this point but the town of jerome up on the side of the mountain was really cool to go visit we had lunch at the asylum this asylum was a medical center for built right at the turn of the century i guess it sat basically abandoned for 45 years i believe they said so now it's a hotel. We got lunch there and rode the hundred and I think 15 year old elevator, which was a little scary because I know elevators break down every day and those this are new is to ones. to be haunted, a haunted elevator. That's right, it was a haunted elevator. Actually, I didn't even ride it, Tammy rode it. I jumped out the second she got on it. Also visited the Montezuma Well and the Montezuma Cliff Dwellings. For me, I thought the Cliff Dwellings were really cool. Um, obviously, all the the structure, the wooden structure, and the tarps and everything have been gone for centuries. But the 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 mud and the um, rock basis for their little um, it's called castle, but it's really more of like a town or or a, just a center, um, center city, center city structure, um, where they lived and the well was the same way. I thought the well was almost cooler than the castle just because at the time they were all around the edge of this well that's fed from beneath. So they always had water and they always had protection and, um, pretty neat to see. 
Walnut Canyon, we also went to, um, was a much, much larger civilization. I think it was like 4,000 total people when it was in full, um, when it was thriving, which was, uh, they're, they're estimating about 500 years ago is um, what I believe the guides were telling us. I did walk all the way down to the bottom and got some pictures in the windows and things that were uh, were available and open for tourists to look at. For and Walnut Canyon. For Walnut Canyon, that's right. But Pretty it's cool. A, it, it's, it was a little bit steep and a lot of stairs, like 700. It was very steep. Plus stairs, so... But I'm a machine. <laughs> Matt's a machine. Tammy's knees couldn't take it. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, on day three, we went to the Grand Canyon. It's about two hours from Sedona. We drove up there and went straight to nowhere. It's a little confusing. We drove around in circles for about 30 minutes. Uh, Mather Point is right there, easy to get to. Only thing is we drove past it. Um, if you're going to Grand Canyon... Go straight to Mather Point. It's a great place to start, and you can get some pictures. And we decided to rent bikes um, for about, I think it was, I don't know, $30. $30. You can rent them for half a day a piece. Um, and the cool thing about it is there is a shuttle that you can put the bikes on if you don't want to pedal uphill. We took the shuttle uphill and then rode them downhill for about 12 miles out to a place called Hermit's Rest. And Hermit's Rest was a little sandwich shop and it had um, souvenirs and bathrooms and everything at the very end. It's the farthest western point that you can go in the Grand Canyon. We thought it was pretty cool. Um, we did run across a large pack of elk we'd seen their droppings all along on this greenway you can ride on the greenway which is much safer than just being on the road and that's part of the reason that we took the shuttle and some of the tight spaces where there wasn't a greenway because um it was just safer to do that but yeah it was fantastic um ride out there the greenway was really nice a lot of stops a lot of little benches and stuff that you can sit at uh, the elk were cool to see and then uh, Hermit's Rest. And the cool thing about Hermit's Rest is that guy's been doing it since, what, what did they say? State, basically the stagecoach days. Right, that was the origination of the stop was for tours on stagecoaches to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, so I guess touring and vacation obviously is nothing new. Sometimes we think in the old days, we don't think of them as going on vacations. Um, because, you know, life was hard on the prairie. But uh, even at that time, they would come to the Grand Canyon and see it. The Grand Canyon, folks, if you've never been, it is just a hole in the ground. But It's beyond anything you can even imagine in photos. You, The photos and videos and movies just do not do it justice. It is so cool to be there and to see just how vast and grand it is. That's the name. On our last day of this trip, we decided to drive around the Grand Canyon via the north side to um, a little place in Utah called Zion. Probably familiar with the Narrows or Angels Landing, two of the best 
trails in the United States and the world for that matter. Angel's Landing is also considered one of the most dangerous hikes in the United States. So Tammy opt out of this particular hike, it is straight up. And when I say straight up, I mean like you're hanging on to chains um, and it's zero to 1500 feet in like a mile. I did a small portion. Two, mi two miles maybe? Yeah, she did. Of the base hike. She but... hiked me up to the base area and then it, and then it was straight up from there. And I got some fantastic pictures of it just shooting straight into the clouds um, great hike a lot of fun um, definitely a little bit difficult to find a parking space in Zion but Zion is if you're in the area if you're anywhere close definitely put this on your stop one of the coolest most beautiful national parks that I've ever been to was Zion National Park in South Utah uh, and ending up that trip we went down back to Vegas where we would fly out Two days later, we spent one whole day in Vegas. We're not gamblers, but just to see it all, to see the strip, um, it's pretty cool. Um, a lot of the sh shows. During COVID is not. Yeah, COVID shut it down. We had planned to see David Copperfield, and they canceled the show the day of. So that was a little bit of a bummer. But I got to see the flamingos, and I got to ride the roller coaster at New York, New York, and of course see the Bellagio fountain show, really cool water show. And then also, I thought the fire from the Mirage was pretty cool. Volcano, the, the, yeah. Yeah, the volcano erupts with the music, so... If you're not into gambling, but you fly into Vegas, definitely worth checking it out and just getting a few quick picks. Once again, it was a fantastic trip out west this year. Hope you get the chance to go. Everybody knows that Las Vegas is Sin City. It's no secret that is a rowdy town. But I'm gonna tell you what, Staying in Sedona for a few nights made me see something totally different about that town. This whole sense of urgency for spiritual healing. There's no shortage of palm readers, fortune tellers, and tarot cards in Sedona. Matthew 11:28 says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Psalms 32 says, Lord my God, I called to you for help, and you healed me. The Bible is full of verses about God and His faithfulness to heal us. It's pretty clear that they are looking for other answers in Sedona. The only energy vortex you need is right here in the good book. You spend your time there and you'll have all the energy you need. We can be tired, weary, and emotionally distraught, but after spending time alone with God, we find that he injects into our bodies energy, power, and strength. That is by Charles Stanley. Friends, if you need spiritual healing this year, or maybe a little extra energy, let me encourage you to spend time alone with God. Do this by reading the scriptures. Do this by praying every day, unselfishly praying, and spending more time with Him. And when you have that peace and that resolve, 
Take it and share it with your family. Share it with your friends. Take it to church. Take it to work. Inject that power, energy, and strength into the world just like he has done into you. Thanks. See you on the next one.